It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 26, Operationalizing Compliance Through Payroll and Payment. One of the newer areas articulated in the 2019 guidance was around payments and payroll. For both the compliance practitioner and the corporate payroll function, there is a significant role to play in the operationalization of a corporate compliance program. The 2019 guidance was replete with references to payment and its critical nature to any best practices compliance program. These references include payments to foreign officials, payments to third parties, and hiding bribes and payments to distributors. The 2019 guidance begins with an admonition to stop wasting time on low-hanging fruit when there are much higher risks in your business operation. It stated, risk-tailored resource allocation. Does the company devote a disproportionate amount of time to policing low-risk areas instead of high-risk areas, such as questionable payments to third-party consultants, suspicious activity trading, or excessive discounts to resellers and distributors? Does the company give greater scrutiny to high-risk transactions than more modest and routine hospitality and entertainment? The 2019 guidance then drills down into payment and payroll systems, stating, Appropriate controls. How does the company ensure that there is an appropriate business rationale for the use of third parties? If the third party were involved in the underlying misconduct, what was the business rationale for those third parties? What mechanisms to ensure that the contract terms are specifically described and the services to be performed and that payment are appropriate? And the described contractual work is performed and the compensation is commensurate with the services rendered. Taken together, these questions may not seem particularly new, innovative, or even something different from what payroll currently does for an organization. However, the 2019 guidance clearly demonstrates the role of payroll in compliance. The guidance requires that payroll not only form a part of any best practices compliance program, but when it comes to the specific subject matter, payroll is on the front lines of any attempt to prevent, detect, and then remediate anti-corruption compliance violations. The FCPA prohibits anything of value to be provided to foreign officials or employees of state-owned enterprises to obtain or retain business. This anything of value is almost always money, and that money must come from somewhere within the company. While the Watergate intonation to follow the money certainly continues to be valid in an FCPA context, the guidance speaks in much more depth around payroll's responsibility in a corporate compliance program. There must be demonstrable controls in place, not only to detect fraudulent payments, but to work to prevent any payments from occurring in the first place. When these inquiries are read together, they paint a broader picture than one of simply tasking payroll with the responsibility to prevent fraudulent leakage of money, which could be used to fund bribes. The questions around the approval certification process should be a standard part of any payroll system. This has the effect of operationalizing the responsibility up and down the management chain from the individual employee up through their managers and eventually to the highest levels of management involved in the process. This level of operationalization is designed not only to put a set of brakes in place, 
but also work to put a second set of eyes on the entire payroll process. Finally, the questions preceding the payment systems <clears throat> speak to the remediation prong of any best practices compliance program. If there was a payroll control function which led to or even allowed a compliance violation, what was done to fix the control issue? Here, payroll should work to perform a root cause analysis of what led to the control failure and enhance the upgrade, the control, to provide a solution going forward. Of course, there should be a fully documented audit trail for this work to provide to the government should they ever come knocking or to your own corporate auditors. This means that not only can payroll be one of corporate compliance function's strongest allies, but the role of payroll by its nature works to operationalize compliance. This is because the to implement the appropriate internal controls around compliance, payroll must know the specific requirement of the FCPA, know what kinds of issues are likely to come up that might create a risk of bribery and corruption, all leading to an understanding of the appropriate compliance internal controls to implement around payroll and payments. This is most particularly true around offshore payments, which are generally defined as payments made to a location other than the home domicile of the payee or the location where the services were delivered. Another way to view is if there was a payroll control for such a scenario, which notes the exception and requires the clearance of a red flag through additional investigation, elevation for approval and documentation of the entire process. It operates as both a financial control and a compliance control as well. And it strengthens the company's internal controls to prevent and detect compliance risks going forward. There are several specific internal payroll controls that facilitate a company in operationalizing its compliance program as required under the 2019 guidance. These controls help keep an eye on the money trail as the money is to pay a bribe is usually hidden in some company expenditure. The four general areas of payroll control should include segregation of duties, accountability, authorization and approval, security of assets, and review and reconciliation. The role of payroll is not often considered in operationalizing your compliance program, yet the monies to fund bribes must come from somewhere. Unfortunately, one of these places is out of payroll. All chief compliance officers need to sit down with the head of his or her payroll function, have them explain the role of payroll, then review the internal controls to see how they would facilitate the goals of compliance. From that review, you can then determine how to use payroll to help operationalize your compliance program to prevent, detect, and then remediate any issues which might arise. The Department of Justice has provided its clearest statement on how it expects a company to do compliance going forward. Long gone are the days where the Department of Justice simply considered the inputs of a written compliance program is sufficient to protect companies from compliance violations. Yet the mandate to operationalize a corporate compliance program drives home that concept as a business process. So what are today's three key takeaways? One, payroll can be a key prevent and detect control. Number two, the guidance specified the tying of the corporate compliance function to the corporate payroll function. And number three, offshore payments remain a key indicator of red flags. I hope you enjoyed day 26, 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow and I take up another strategy, tactic, or pointer that you can use in your compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.